and welcome to Funny Business, a podcast for free thinkers. I'm Robbie Hicks. And I'm Lockie Bradford. And on today's episode, we've got a special one for you. We've got our main man, Rourke Smith, and we talk a bit of shit in this episode, and I'm just happy it's out in the world now. Hey, family and friend of the show, this is, uh, he was also our first ever guest, unreleased, even earlier than Nick Pulse, who was our episode number one. So big shout out to Rourke. He's obviously gone through such a crazy, crazy ride his AFL journey to see him be rewarded for all his hard work with a two-year deal after being on seven one-year deals, a couple of delistings, playing the grand final. Like, he's just an all-round good bloke. Oh, 100%. He's very – he's keeping it humble, wasn't he? He wasn't giving too much away. Very media-trained, wasn't he? Well, actually, he was just... you know, I'm, I'm going all-around good bloke, but I also confronted him on a, on oh, a, well. on a deep uh, a deep personal issue we've <laughs> held, I've held a grudge with him for from probably nearly 10 years now. So It comes out. It comes out. Enjoy the episode. Hey, don't be nervous, Rocky, because there's no point. Well, he was our first, actually. I know we say Nick Pulse was our first, but you were actually our first ever podcast we ever done with a guest, and we haven't yeah. released it yet. And shocking. You, yeah. shocking. We, 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 we were shocking. You were good. You bought the nah. hate. You bought the energy, but we let you no down. No, it went for like 20 minutes or something, didn't it? 10 minutes. Once all, once Locker edited yeah. out all the... You know what we were going to do? If you, uh, if you won the flag... We're just going to release that episode, I reckon. <laughs> just capitalise on, on your good work. Oh, 100%, you know? bro. You know that I've still kept the newspapers from the grand final and that I've still got them in the spare room in case, like, mum wants them on the fridge or something like that. I've got to be, I left them there, you know? <laughs> Get rid of them, mate. Useless. Garbage. I went, I went to your house and you've got photos of yourself all over the place on the fridge and, you know, in the, in the doggies uniform and with the badges and that. Nothing. Nothing dogs in here, mate, except, except the dog. And that's all. No, no self shrine at the nothing. new pad. Nothing, nothing. Bit of artwork on the on the wall there. That's about yeah. all. It does look good. I told Rob about it. I was oh, like, yeah. it's very funky. It's very you. The feature wall suits you too. Does it? Cool. You, well, you 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 did buy a new joint and you moved in what July and you're in a primo spot. How was that? The first process of buying a house. Yeah, scary as I had no idea what to do. Like, yeah, you pretty much. I had to pay a guy to do most of it for me because I, I honestly had no idea. Um, and you're just asking people for help, and um, yeah, they're just everyone's telling you all different things. But um, yeah, we got lucky with the house we got, and um, minus being in lockdown and all that. But it's been good. And you've, you've had the weird. I reckon you've had one of the weirdest years from like seeing from yeah. afar and like yeah. The, in in a period of like four weeks, you ha- you had Chris Hemsworth posting photos of you to his fifty two million followers or whatever. Was that a bit of a surreal moment? Oh, it would have been better if you tagged me. But what no, did you tag? I didn't even cool. reply. You commented on it. What a dog! No tag, no reply. Don't didn't even like the comment. Nothing. But um, <laughs> the, 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 photo, the photos enough. That'll do. Were you hanging for it? Were you in bed waiting for it? Were you waiting for the Chris Hemsworth to pop up? I would have. Yeah. Didn't sleep for days just waiting for a reply. <laughs> Nothing. I would have thought he would have replied at least. Yeah. I'm if you're going to use my photo, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least say hi back to me. <laughs> Thor, you know, just, just a hi would be good. But nah, nothing. Barred me. Still does, he in, does he come into the change rooms or anything like that? Uh nah. He did one year when he had his, you know, when he made that Thor jersey. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty sure he he was at that game. But other than that, nah, I've never seen him so. It's quite disappointing, actually. Hey, if you're listening, Chris, I, sh- I know he probably does listen to the Funny Business podcast. He tells me every day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but seriously, tell us, like last year, you were going, you've, you've been on your, what, seventh one-year deal, 
you got through, you got rookie, the, rookie, yeah. rookie, delisted, whatever. All the, heaps of articles written about what it was going like. But what was it like middle of last year going through COVID and stuff thinking, I'm not, I'm, I'm in the team. I'm not in the team. What's going to happen next year? What do I do compared to the recent news? Fucking in a, in a positive light. Yeah. Two year deal. Fucking congratulations. No, nah, thanks. It's good. It's a good feeling, but um, yeah, obviously, you know, being in and out of the team through the last seven years and um, having that rookie sort of name under your belt, you know, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the best feeling, um, especially for security for like, you know, it's your full-time job. You need security. So it always puts you on the back foot. And um, yeah, I guess I just approached it as like, you know, thinking halfway through the year, fuck, I'm not in the team. I got to, um, got to find a way into the team. And I think it just motivated me to play my best footy. And then, you know, I, I kind of look at the one-year deals as a little blessing and, um, yeah, they just really motivated me um, to get in the side and then it just went from there and everything just sort of fell, fell together and um, started putting some games in and, yeah, it all, it all worked out. Because you, you did mention um, off-air that you were halfway through going, fuck, what am I going to do next year if I don't get a contract? Like, am I going to be a fiery? Am I going to work in the bars? Like, you were seriously yeah. looking for jobs, weren't you? Yeah, well, this year especially, like, I wasn't... The week before the finals started, I wasn't even in, in the team prior to the Port game, obviously. But, um, yeah, I got dropped a couple of weeks before then and I was thinking, righto, there's probably one, two, maybe three games left max and um, and then my season's pretty much over. So, yeah, better start looking for jobs. Uh, ask the missus, where do you want to go? Do you want to move or, you know, what's the plan? And and then a couple of days later, made, made it into the Port game before the finals and... Yeah, everything worked out. That's good. <laughs> that would have been, that's like living on a knife's edge though. Like, you know, it could go one way, it could go the other. That week would have been pretty intense. Does it fuck with your head a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. But once you're in the team, it's fine. But it's when you're on the verge all the time and and, you, and you're not in the side and you, all, all you're thinking is, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna be out of a job in a couple of weeks here. And, you know, I've, I've just bought a house too. So I've got the mortgage to pay, which is a killer. So... I'm thinking worst case scenario, I'll go work at a cafe, and make coffees, which it, you know isn't bad at all. But um, don't know if it'll pay the mortgage off. That's all. <laughs> well, you done one shift or half a shift at Harris Scarf before you walked out before this whole footy thing. So, were you thinking about that? The go and go, fuck! I could be at Harris Scarf. You're on the checkout uh, with some towels. <laughs> I don't reckon they'd let me back in there. I sort of, sort of, uh, sort of would have pissed them off leaving them. But um, no, nah, was it lunchtime? Thought- Did you do the walkout at lunchtime, or was it just after the uh, shift? No, I didn't walk out. I finished my shift and it was Boxing Day. I worked Boxing Day and then uh, it was holidays. It was holidays. I was going away. I was not staying in Sunbury. I was getting out. Get me out of there. Oh, but now you don't have that stress anymore. Like, surely that must feel like one, you proved yourself against the best players in the comp in finals time. High pressure. High pressure scenario. One, you must feel so proud of yourself. We were so chuffed watching it. But for two, for them to reward you with the amount of effort that you've gone through over the last seven years to be at that point with a two-year deal, surely I can imagine you going into the next, this year, just feeling like a sense of like freedom, you know, like Mm. a a sense of belonging, sense of like, here, I I fucking, you've blinked, man, and you're on the list for nine years. Yeah. You're one of those people who've had, you've had a a grouse career now once you've got through this contract. It's unreal. Yeah, it's going to be a granny. completely different year, to be honest. Like, as I said, every year I'm on edge and, you know, you play a bad game, you're thinking, fuck, all right, I'm dropped. And then now I've got to get back in the team. Whereas now it's like, all right, 
if I even if I do play a bad game, it's like, all right, well, it's not the end of the world. I've I've got a I've got a job next season, so I can just it might it'll probably make me play better. I'll be in a better headspace, and um, who knows, I might even play my best footy next year just because I'll be a bit more relaxed and mellowed out. So, fingers crossed, that's what happens. But then I'm looking at it like, oh, I could go the other way, and I could be like too relaxed, and then I'm gonna have to wait till the year after to start performing when I'm on edge again. But who, like, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what it feels like to have a secure job. So we'll find out. He's setting the scene early though. He's going back early before everyone else. He doesn't have to, but you know, he's texting the coaches saying, I'm just going to be down there. If you want to come watch. He's it. doing about two oh, seconds please. in there. He goes in there and gets a quick rub or uses, you love uses, the the rubs, phone, uses a phone roller, takes, takes a photo, evidence I was there. Get there at 7am before everyone else. And then when they start walking in, walk out and you're done. Been there, been there since 5am boys. Look good. <laughs> <laughs> you know all the tricks. Oh, 100%. Well, take us through, like, I want to know, obviously, because I haven't been to a level like that before, clearly, but, like, high-pressure situation coming in, like, what's the feeling like coming into the first finals, like, yeah, had the port game or whatever, into the finals and going, fuck, like, what was the vibe like running through your head? Like, just do the job, let's get the win kind of thing, or is it just every sort of, everything sort of happening? It was, um, we were pretty lucky. I, I felt like it was a bit more relaxed for us because, you know, every week throughout the finals, we were the underdog. I mean, except for Essendon. But I felt like even against Essendon, like, you know, we're playing at Tassie, a ground we played at three weeks ago where we got pumped by Hawthorne. So, you know, we weren't really confident going into that game. But, again, us, us playing as the underdogs is the biggest bonus for us. And um, I just think it, you know, we probably relax a bit more and we don't get so worked up. Whereas, I don't know, when we are favourites and, you know, playing those easier games, we're always like on edge, you know, and um, all right, we've got to win this one. And then, yeah, it's just, yeah, we, we never really performed too well. But to be the underdogs in the finals and to play the way we did, but minus the grand final. But other than that, it was, um, yeah, it was a good, good final series. And hopefully we'll just work on it next year too. What about the lead up to the granny? Like, what was that experience like? There's, it's such a different way out of normal realms of what a normal grand final looks like in non-COVID times, let alone your first experience at something on that stage. What was the build-up like? Yeah, it was sick. I mean, um, you know, we were in Perth staying at a hotel. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it obviously would have been a lot different to, you know, the boys who experienced it in 2016, but I felt like it was a lot more chilled out. You know, there was no grand final parade. Um, it just felt like a normal week in Perth for us um bit of media and stuff like that which is always a bit scary um but no we i, th- I thought we attacked it pretty well and um you know you, you you're in a hotel with you know 40 of your best mates and um you get up to a bit of fun and mischief and stuff like that but the experience was cool like we had it helps when you play with bailey smith he's an absolute rock star and you have people girls lining up out the front of the hotel just to get a photo with him so even to experience something like that is just, yeah, wow, crazy. He stole your haircut, didn't he? Yeah, he stole your haircut. He just he he, he saw what he liked and goes, I'm going to take that and run with it, and he's ran with it, all right. He stole it and uh, made it look fifty times better. So that's oh, it's a good sign. Nice safe answer. But tell tell <laughs> us when the first week of the grand final, right? Like you must be thinking you've had all these articles come out, like Seven AFL, Fox Footy, all this shit about your story and all that sort of stuff. But you don't even know if you're in the team yet. Is it like? Is, are you stressed? You're stressing out, obviously. Going fuck, I don't even know. Like, how do I answer shit like this? And you must have been going pretty whack in your head. 
Yeah, that sucked. Even like straight after that court game, I was thinking, fuck. All I'm thinking is I just need to get a game here. Like if I'm dropped, you know, probably be the worst day of my life. But um, yeah, it was a, it was a couple of sleepless nights um, after that port game, sitting in the hotel room at night. And uh, I was lucky enough that Bevo actually come up to me and told me I was in the team a couple of days earlier, which was good because I honestly was not sleeping well at all. <laughs> um, and yeah, like that was just so reassuring because, you know, I, I know a few of the boys um, got dropped and that would have been pretty hard. But, um, you know, it's probably harder on Bevo. He's probably got the hardest job to do um, at that time. And, yeah, oh, it's just, yeah, it's not a good feeling. Um, and I probably didn't attack it that well. But, um, yeah, I always work myself up. And, or you know what, you can't help but put a few negative thoughts in your head and um, let it get to you. Obviously, you try not to. But, yeah, it's always sort of in the back of your head. It was crazy because watching that, watching it come out and seeing all those articles and obviously understanding the conversations we've had over the last seven years about some of the trolling and shit that's happened across socials and platform and some of the just like just nuffy fans doing nuffy things talking about you and, and, and your life. But being able to see you portrayed by the media as like such a feel good story and the way that everyone's approached, I feel like you've gone from what, someone that. Like mm. now you're like the doggy's favorite. You get an opportunity to be like the most loved player. Confidence, I think, wasn't it? Like you, like I just you always like juniors and shit. You know, Granny and try to get us to come watch, come watch Raw, come watch Raw, the tackle machine. But you used <laughs> to throw up and shit before games and that. You were like a nervous fucking wreck. But watching you, even on the grand final day, I could see you were fucking pumped. I've never seen you so confident before. Like, was it something in your head that switching? Oh, no, I fucking belong here and I, I want to play a good game. Well, I just thought, like, I personally didn't have any pressure on myself, you know, like, there was no game the week after, so it's not like I'm playing for a game, I'm just playing for a grand final, and I've played in a few in my career, obviously, this is the biggest one by a mile, but um, it was a good feeling, and, like, even running out the day before for training, it was like, there's, like, 20,000 at the ground, and I was like, this is one of the coolest things ever, and I just enjoyed the experience and you know it was sad losing and stuff like that but it's just an experience i'll never never forget and yeah it was um yeah if things worked out different it would have been better but um yeah it was just such a good experience goal. yeah tell us what tell us like tell us what you saw because i'm oh. sure you've rewatched it <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that you'd rewatch it or rewatch your own highlight. If I was you, I definitely would have too. Oh, you'd have it on. Like, you'd be sending it to everyone. <laughs> no, I got lucky. I dropped the mark, which is quite embarrassing. And then the ball literally bounced to me. Couldn't have bounced any more perfect. So I honestly got that lucky there. And um, yeah, footy, a lot of footy's luck, but I'm calling that luck. <laughs> That's not what you were saying off, off air. You were just saying how oh, good please. you just come in. You're like, I'm going to crunch this guy. I'm going to pick it up. You're <laughs> cat like, though. you got to stay on your feet. That's athleticism, isn't it? Hey, there's something I do want to bring up with you though, and this is something that, <laughs> I, like, when all the like, I'm um, tell I'll, the whole story. I'll this tell the good. whole story, but it's like I'm seeing all these articles come out about you, and everyone's saying how nice a guy you are, and like how nice a teammate, and how much everyone loves Rock. And I, I, I love Rock too, you know. But I feel like that you've been hiding something from me now for I don't know, going back a few years and 2015, 2015 maybe. And I just wanted to bring it up, and we were having a house party at the time. It was a '90s theme dress <laughs> yeah. up party, and. The next morning, we woke up to we had the police turn up, and it was a bit of a. I went to bed pretty early. Bit of a bit of a drama. And I walk outside, and there's my, there's my car, and it's just the whole bonnet's covered in in vomit. <laughs> and to this to this day, I I've, I've I've heard denial. I've heard I'm not sure who did that or what it was. And look, I've I've seen these articles come out about how nice a teammate you are, mate. 
tell me the truth. Have you been lying to me this whole time? I actually have a video of myself filming me vomiting on your car if you want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it was his pride and, pride and joy, the Jeep, baby, the, the great Jeep. The worst part was is we were so hungover that by the time I got... You didn't even wash it. The time weeks. It, was, <laughs> it, it, it was so hot the day after that it just like stuck onto the bonnet and I was like, oh, fuck it, whatever. I'll you just do actually, it the day after. You actually have a video of it, like hov shot. I've actually recorded myself throwing up everywhere <laughs> had a couple too many drinks and i honestly swear i didn't know it was your car and it was it was either there first thing i walked out of the house i saw the car and bang that was it that game was over two meters from the front door <laughs> yeah <laughs> too, too <laughs> <laughs> nah, apologies but yeah the truth is out and uh, i'll show you the video next time i see you oh, oh I don't mind that, that was good what did you dress <laughs> up by the way we we come as backstreet boys did you dress up yeah um can't remember. Nah, it was Willy Wonka or some shit, wasn't it? Nah, Freaks and Geeks, you know, that TV show. Yes, yes. Pretty sure. Someone else. That's that. such a good show. Hey, let's talk about shows. I want to. Have you been watching? Have you seen the new Netflix show, Bad Sport? Mm, I haven't. No, I'm watching Money Heist at the moment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, dubbed and subbed. Yeah, you're loving it. Dubbed and subbed. Dubbed and subbed. Yeah, it's good. Have you watched Squid Game? Yeah, I watched that. Smash that. that what do you think? Yeah, it was all right. I mean, yeah, the ending was a bit. Um, yeah, got me good, but I just thought, yeah, it was something good to watch. Smash it out in two days and, uh, yeah, season two has to be. So I saw that um, LeBron said something about him not liking the end of it. And then the creator said, tweeted back or said something like, have you have you seen Space Jam 2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, he shot back at LeBron. I didn't mind that. That's a dig. Poor Bronny. But, no, nah, the man can't really act, to be fair, but... Um, yeah, it's hey. Courtney's place. You've been watching lots of basketball lately. What? Who is some of you, like Robbie's been trying to get me into basketball for? I've been trying ages, and now I'm finally I'm I'm on the train because there's games on all the time, and I like the characters. You show me Lamelo Ball and the balls, and just the dad going off, and I'm a massive, massive fan. You're a bit of a ball man yourself, I reckon. I reckon, be, yeah, you'd be show. a ball fan for sure. They're good though, you know. Yeah, credit to them, playing good ball and. Um, no pun intended, but yeah, nah, it's you got to get into it. It's good. There's some, there's a game on every day, and you know, you lose a couple of multis here and there, and it's good. A couple, hey, them all. What More are you playing for between now and now? Now, when do you go back to training? When he's training? back, mate, he's back. I know you've Fair. started before, but when are you meant to go back? Uh, 6th of December, so I got five and a half weeks off, I think. What are you gonna do? I'm going away, and then I've actually got a dog now, so I'm busy as stay at home dad. But Reggie, really stay away. at home, dad. New responsibility. Tell us about that. What's that been like? He's honestly the cute, one of the cutest puppies I've ever seen, and he's so placid and cuddly. Like, how did you yeah. manage to get so lucky? I don't know. Just you know, could have picked the run, but we definitely didn't. He's a good boy. He sleeps a lot, which is good. Um, but I was at Zane's Zane Cordy's birthday last night, and I was like, hit six thirty, seven o'clock, and I said, "Boys, I got to go. I've got to, you know, I've got the kid at home. I'm, just, I'm a dad now." <laughs> I've got to drive home, got to be responsible and copped a bit of shit, but no, nah, it's not a bad life. I'm really enjoying it. Um, walking him and stuff and everyone giving him heaps of pats and love and yeah, life's good. Are you going to bring him to training? Uh, if they let me, yeah. Well, well, Bailey, you live with Bailey and Caleb and they both had brothers, brother Roddy's Hugo and oh, fuck, what's the other one's name? Yeah, Barney. Hugo Barney. and Barney. So, and you just become obsessed after living with them, didn't you? And Ruby especially. Yeah, well, my missus always had one growing up, but then the boys ended up buying them. And yeah, they are the cutest dogs. Um, little terrors, if you 
if you saw the uh, end of our house when we left, um, that was ended up getting bulldozed down. Not it is the, the pounds, but yeah, the pounds they, bull, they bulldozed it and uh, did some chuck something new on there. And but the dogs did some damage. Uh, but this guy hasn't done any damage to the new house this far. But I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Um, he def- look, he's definitely gonna be doing something soon. He'll be chewing. He's starting to chew already. But yeah, touch wood, he doesn't rip the house apart. He was saying, he was like, oh, he's not going to come into bed with us. And then how many nights in? And then he was in the bed. It was like two nights. Ruby had a couple of drinks and she's like, come on, up he comes. And like, oh, oh, but he's, he's only little now, but imagine once he's big. You're going to have to get that Austin Powers or, the, you know, that, remember the dictator? Remember his big bed? It was the, like the 10. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to need one of them. Because they get huge, don't they, Roddy's? Yeah, they're big boys. He's going to need his own um, single king bed, I reckon, so. That won't fit in our room, but he might have the spare room to himself, actually. <laughs> well, you got a nice little setup there. You're getting a decking there. you got a little bar there, and the art's unreal. Um, what else have we got? Mate, surfing, got, surfing. I want to chat about the surfing. You've been, you've been what, what did you think of the new, the new world tour, like the finals, rather than just yeah. announcing a winner? Yeah, I didn't like it. I actually didn't really watch it, um, the finals, because that was when we were in Perth mainly. Um, and I was trying to get some good night's sleep before the finals. So that's kind of my reason why I didn't watch it. But I would have liked to watch it. But I heard a lot of um, mixed reviews. And I just reckon they should have. There's nothing better than finishing the season in pipe, you know, over there in Hawaii. So um, they should definitely bring that back. I don't know if they're bringing it back next year. What are they doing? Yeah, no, they're bringing it back next year. They're doing it yeah. again. Which I don't, are they, are they I don't coming know. here? Yeah, they're coming to Bells. They're coming to Bells. Are you going to come down? If you're around, you'll come down. down. I'll come down. I'll bring the dog. Dog family beach? No. Bowels? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. Even, I'll when, bring it. even when, yeah, when it's on, it's, it's on. Know. Where's your spot when you come down? You go, you go cozy corner, don't you? On the boogie board. On the boogie board, on the escalator. Oh, the boogie board with the flame wetsuit. Hey, tell, hey, tell the story. You're the only bloke, the only bloke who comes into Torquay with a flame wetsuit. Flame wetsuit, you know? You're going to rock the flames this summer? That's all I've got, mate. What else am I meant to wear? <laughs> <laughs> well, Robbie oh. reckons he's got. He, he reckons he was the first one down here on the surf coast to rock the the singlet, the sleeveless, short arm singlet. Yeah, and I'm telling you, he reckons a few people saw him and then bought it, went out and bought I'm it. I'm saying the same thing about my Suzuki Ignis too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, there was no my little toy box car. Mm. How many are you seeing around now in Torquay? Yeah, because they're all at the Chinese shops. They're all do the deliveries and. <laughs> <laughs> What do you, what do you, but what are you, are you, you're a short board wanker, aren't you? A little bit. You do, you like the performance bit. boards, don't you? I'm on the boogie board too. I'm going to Urban on the boogie board Saturday with Cousin Liam. Yeah. Is it back open? Yeah, back open. So he's the number one buddy customer. He's number always a holder. That's my local. That's my local. 10 minutes local down the road. Wave. Yeah. Have you gotten better? Does it, do you reckon it makes you surfing better? Oh, I don't know. Me personally, I don't see any improvement, but I'm sure, I'm sure I've gotten better, but. For the amount of times I've gone there, I should be a lot better, but nah, still struggling. He always plays it down. It's a, it oh, down. Are you I'm any good serious, though? Mate. How would you rate your surfing out of 10, honest? Four. 10, what, Ben? You know, the goat, Kelly Slater. Oh, I reckon 10, 10 is in like local freak, you know, like local legend. Like if you're playing local footy, you're the gun, you're the best player on the team. That's a 10. I'll be, I'll be lucky to be a two, mate. So oh, so. he just oh, does yeah, yeah. What's your move? What's your signature? The drop wallet, the Barney, what do you call it? What, you just stand up and hope you don't fall off. That's what I do. Oh, <laughs> you find it down. I hope it down. makes you sick. Anyway, thank you so much, Serious, mate, for jumping mate. on and letting us pick your brain. Uh, for those 
who want to know more about you if they've gotten through this whole episode and they don't know who they're fucking listening to, go and check out Rock Smith. On OnlyFans. <laughs> on OnlyFans. Just, he, just, he just started it up. <laughs> a lot of feet pics. Get on there. But uh, I'm looking forward to going for a surf with you, mate. And uh, Bring the flames, mate. Yeah, bring, bring the heat. Bring the heat. Bring it. I'll bring it. I'm coming down. Thanks for having me. Rocky Smith, that's two now. Um, we've only had a couple of people who've had on the pod twice now. Shana Kennedy, Tammy Martin, and now Rock Smith. And it's not a bad little crew to be a part of. No, that it isn't. And uh, I really do like Rock. And I, I like that he admitted that what the truth was and got it out of him. But you were pretty, you were pretty adamant. You were like, he hasn't come clean yet. And the fact that he's got video evidence, I can't believe that. He just wanted to make sure that was filmed and on camera. So that's pretty fucking crazy and gnarly in the first place. But. He doesn't give a fuck, does he? No, he makes me laugh. Hey, if you're new to the pod, we drop guest episodes Monday, Thursday. Snacks pod, you know they come at you hot. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday. And our new segment, Hot or Night, drops Fridays where Locke and I just ramble and rant and give our opinions and thoughts on topics and things and whatever stuff. Underrated, overrated kind of thing. We're just ripping off every other segment, but it's good. That's why it works.